tell them about our uh, one of our favorite quotes, Fix What Bothers You. You know what's funny? Mm. Well, it, what's funny is that I love this quote so much that I made it part of what we do at work, like how we operate at work. And essentially it means that like when something bothers you, seek to fix it, like do something to fix it. Um, I actually added today at the end of mine at work. So it's fix what bothers you today so that things don't linger, they don't wear you down, they don't make you super frustrated, and you feel empowered because you're taking action to solve a problem. I don't remember where we first heard it. and I'm, The stuff that we find we like, I normally try to write down It has to be source. from a book. Like it's from not from book? essentialism? I feel like at this point we don't need to explain essentialism. We've brought it up so many yeah. times, but whatever, know. wherever we found it, it is our gift to you. So whatever is bothering you, take like a little step to fix it. The other side of it is we see things that annoy us or bother us or irk us that we do have control over and that we ignore it. So it's saying don't ignore those things. It's not talking about huge ginormous problems mm. in life it's saying you know that if you keep adding up the small to medium things you you do fix what bothers you it has like a profound effect it's like pebbles like if you like if you you put like a small pebble in a backpack it's small in that moment but if you don't address it and you keep adding smaller pebbles it will weigh you down um, I think there's some things I'm trying to think of something small that bothered me that I felt like I had to, that I fixed like really quickly before it got out of control. I don't know, I don't have one top of my mind. It'll probably pop in later. But that's what happens when we didn't introduce ourselves or anything. We skipped well, that we No, that comes up later. Oh. It's been a while. It's been a while <laughs> and it's late. And, and we apologize, <laughs> it's been a while. Um, one yesterday I had. Can we re-record that? I don't like it. It was great. Really? Yeah, it was good. Oh, it was okay. good. Because it's um, o- open is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. No, o- open open is better than good. Like real. No, the thing you said to me earlier, and you keep repeating over and over again to me about once a week, being open is more important than being good. Oh, I don't remember that, but okay. You said it two hours ago about the daycare. Oh. So you know, we, the <laughs> intro we just did is open. Is the open? Okay, fair point. Uh, we have an announcement. Yay! A I'm, new name. A I'm new, so excited. I wore him down, y'all. I wore him down. A, a new, <laughs> a new name, a new email, but the same fun podcast. I like the change. So uh, give me your thoughts on its you evolution. You know, I, I, like, I felt like the teaching gap was really limited. And I had originally proposed that you like do a teaching something because you are so you were such an exceptional teacher. Um, but I feel like our real magic is just in our conversation. And to I didn't want to limit it to teaching or limit it to parenting um, because what happens with us real life is we will I will sit at the bar at the at the kitchen and you'll be in the kitchen and we will just be talking about all the things and sometimes that conversation is highly reflective it's really thoughtful it's really silly it's all of the things and I feel like that is what this podcast should be about and so 
changing the name to Kitchen Conversations with the Crumbs allows us to talk about anything, um, which should include some stuff about teaching. It'll include things about parenting. It'll also include things about marriage and life and stuff. Um, and I'm excited. And what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's, it's a good framework. No, let me go the other direction. It's a good title and change for the framework that I think we've already been doing all along. Yeah. The cool little uh, oh neat moment that I had no idea that when you're I know a huge number of our listeners use Apple Podcasts it might work in another app if you click the image like the the one that you just made by the way we updated the image it's very cool because Aisha's really good at doing image creation logo font and um, you click it and the show notes appear. So, so you're like you're 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 listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. They got to be using something to listen to the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Click the image. It certainly works in Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And the image decreases, and the show notes pop open. Hmm. I had no idea. And now I want to try it on my other podcast. Like, what happens if I click what the image? What happens if you click there? So I thought that that was uh, pretty neat. So welcome to Kitchen Conversations kitchen, with the Crumbs, episode thirty. I'm August fourth, Sunday. Where we chat about life, marriage, and parenting, and, and everything, everything in between. Here in the kitchen, I'm Dave Crumbine. And right next to him, this is Aisha Crumbine. So let's get into it. So we finished going through the sort of broader perspective on like on how to get things done. This would be our chance to kind of deep dive a little further. And we we were going near the end of that last part one podcast on distinguishing between is this thing that I'm trying to get done due on a certain day or is it due at a certain time? And if you can can separate those, then that's helpful. Like, oh, I need to do this thing at 2.35 is different than I should be starting to work on this thing on a Wednesday. And and we 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 separated those two. Do you remember that or not? No, you don't remember that. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was I was thinking I was thinking to myself. Oh my god, so we are getting me, into like give, organization you, details gonna, at eleven forty-two at night. I'm not gonna make it. They're gonna have to turn the volume down because you're laughing really hard. So the, the the backstory here is she might have to excuse herself go to another room, is that we've been trying to record this episode um, for three weeks, and I, and I put it in our we have a shared calendar and I put it in there. Oh, well, see, so we can I, talk about the shared calendar. Okay, like we can is... start with that. That's something you can grasp your brain I, around. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can go with you on that one. So okay. it's, we're, it's you know it's nighttime. We're winding down, and we're all set to record. And I look over at my wife on the couch, and I'm looking <laughs> at her face. And her body language, and he it says asked me, he was like, "Can you can you make if I bring my computer to you? Can you update the graphic?" No, no, for boo. I'm talking about the last three weeks, not oh. tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I look at her, and I, it, everything about it says, "You I'm know, not in the mood." Ninety-five percent of communication <laughs> is not the words, and it says, "Oh no, boo, it's not happening tonight." <laughs> and I go, "Okay, I'm gonna push this forward." Two, three nights, and then two, three nights rolls around. I look at the couch. No, boo. 
It's not happening. <laughs> and, and this is her body language. I don't even bother to ask. After you've been married to someone, you know them for a long time, you can just look over. Finally, I look at the calendar. It's been 31 days, and I think... It is not since we recorded last. Okay. <laughs> This is what happens when you're married to somebody who keeps all of the receipts. <laughs> Disrespectful. Carry on. And uh, I thought, oh, she's she's actually tired again tonight. Plow on. Let's go do it. <laughs> and you should have seen the look I gave him because I was I was not here for it. And yet here we are. So <laughs> I can be flexible. I even updated the graphic, which I think gave me some energy because I was really excited about changing the name. But then you kind of just threw me off a cliff with all these this this all right I'm gonna start easier. I'm gonna start easier. Okay. The do the shared calendar. Good. Like okay. dive into that one. This is super exciting. See I, I perked up. You didn't see it but I, I perked up. <laughs> they can hear it. Um anyway so we are both really busy, busy people. I am super busy. Dave is busy. And then we have two children. And they are busy <laughs> too, right? So we have a shared Google Calendar, which allows not uh, whatever. We have a shared calendar. I don't even know what the platform is. iCloud. iCloud. We have a shared calendar where I will keep... I will add things where I have work meetings that go into the evening or early morning. Um, Dave will add things that I need to know a lot of times, um, things that pertain to the kid's school or meetings that he has. Um, And then, of course, our kids' things on this calendar so that at any given moment, I can pull up my calendar and look at the week and see what are the key things are the key places where I need to be. He can look at the calendar and say, oh, Aisha has a work meeting on Thursday night, so she's not going to be here. That means, you know, I'm on deck for the kids and taking them to gymnastics or whatever it is we're doing. Um, I know that one of the things that some couples really struggle with is like, who's going to be where? And then when you have, when you add kids to the mix, it's like, who's going to be where? Who's going to be on deck with the kids? Um, where are they supposed to be? What are the school things that are due? And our calendar, our shared calendar is magic. Um, If ever there is something that is not on the calendar, it's likely my fault because I forgot to put something on there. But that happens really rarely because this is a system that helps our house go. The head scratcher, if someone's trying to wrap their brain around that, might be, oh, wait, I've got all these things at work. How could I possibly duplicate all that and put on shared calendar? Good news is, is you don't you don't have to. So when she's got a meeting at one p.m., since that's during the work day, I or I have a meeting at one p.m., that's not on the calendar because we've already we have sort of our separate places where we are during the work day. It's that combined time when you know kids are yeah before school before work uh, after work yeah what what's going on in particular yeah really just that after work unless there's something really early before and then it's we never run into. Even what's for dinner, because that would be there, as yep. well as, because um, it's such a common question. You know what we should do in the, in the show notes? We should screenshot a sample of our, like, of what the calendar looks like. Because, um, like, even on some nights, Dave will put in, like, dinner, fend for yourselves. Because that means he has something going on, and, and I should make sure that I pick up food on the way in. Um, it really does 
cut down on or, or aid our communication. I won't even say cut down on confu- confusion. It aids our communication um, and make things, makes things so easy for us um, being the busy people that we are. And you're busy people too. So this is a, this is a great tool for you to use. Um, even if you are, if you are a like single parent and you are enlisting the help and support of siblings and aunts, or you have a teenage child who has practice and who has, you know, projects that they're going to need your support on a shared calendar can make things so much easier for you. Take advantage of the option of the description part of the calendar. It's an easy misconception to think, well, you just have that title, but you've got the box where you can you can put URLs, you know, like websites and stuff and descriptions for events. So then there's not, okay, I see this title, but what in the world is this thing that's happening at 7.30 p.m.? Like you could, if you know that your spouse is going to be confused, the title's not going to do enough, use, use that too because then they can just look at that extra piece and we also use it for um special things so dave um was really great at meeting the kids for lunch during the school year was it like once how often did you i mean like once a week at some point once, yeah. once a week um but then we tried to do once a month where i would join them during the school year so um, he would add to the calendar, you know, we'd pick a Friday or pick a day where we would both join the kids for lunch at school. Um, and that went on our shared calendar. And then it also went on my work calendar so that I could protect the time. I think that, that probably does it on calendar, right? I think so. It's, it's, it's magic. And let me tell you how well this works for us. Um, for a while, we had one car, and and I say for a while because we've you know we've we've worked some things out. Um, but having one car, the shared calendar was extremely helpful when you know if I was going to work out in the morning, um, he could look at the calendar and adjust his schedule based on when I would have the car or if I needed the car for a work thing. He could look at it and go, oh okay, great. I'll do this during that time so that I won't need the car as well. And we live in Houston. This is not like, you know, walking New York or walking Chicago. This is Houston where everything is pretty spread apart. Um, And again, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know if I would say that there's anything else that we use that, that simplifies our life and, and aids in our communication as much as our shared calendar. A good PS would be the uh, recurring events so if we know that every thursday at 4 p.m something's happening use that to your advantage make it it hit that automatic recurring option then you don't have to keep putting it in your calendar um it's a lifesaver yeah everything yeah see this is great we started with something that i could like talk about (laughs) all the other stuff you were talking i was like oh i'm going to sleep i can't i don't even so maybe as part of these kitchen conversations (laughs) (laughs) if past 11 p.m all right, we'll come right back to the next thing. <laughs> okay, I think, I mean, I, I, not, I definitely want to go back 
words, but that doesn't mean we have to do it right now because those two are really critical. Let's see if there's another uh, light to medium one. Do you want to do email or the daily list or notes? Email, the daily list. Are we going to do all three of those? No, we can pick okay. like one or, yeah. Um. So I I think Which we've we've I think we've I think we've too. talked about the daily list. All right. And Which well we we have but then I'm super jazzed about like version 2.0 and that of not having a list of nine but the idea of of the uh personal kanban of just having like the two and then you can keep adding to the two. So that's just one option we could go down that road. Yeah, do that because my list is it, it needs a refresh, so maybe that something one. I could learn. Right. I'm, How about we just finish with that one? It's very stressful. And then you help me so that if we do that one, so we remember where to start on on part because we should. This would be cool to do. We should do a part three next. Dude, episode we're not 31. gonna be doing all of these data talks. I mean, this is like really exciting for you, but well, it's exciting. It's also like these is like the thing that's. Uh, a need maybe there'll be some kitchen conversations with just dave on oh wow productivity <laughs> they want they want to hear you more than they want to hear me so that's not going to work okay let's talk right, let's, which one was it um we're going to talk about oh, the list can, the can yeah whatever you're doing for list because right yeah. now i've right. been really struggling yeah, so this one. is so how about we do like yeah. i've been really struggling with um keeping track of all the things that i'm trying to do and have been feeling really overwhelmed um, and almost like paralyzed because I feel like I have so much to do. Um, and for a while I was, I was making really great lists, right? I would, I'd say, okay, what do I need to do for my, my TFA work? What do I need to do for my crumbine ed work? What do I need to do for my launched work? And I just would make a list for each of those buckets. And then I would do what we talked about that go to your list and pull from that list to put it onto your 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 day's work and I find that like I'm just writing lists over and over again Mm -hmm. and um and and I'm saying to myself don't you write one more list (laughs) (laughs) you just go do do something right because you can get so busy writing lists that you don't actually do the things on your list it's like reorganizing and reorganizing and reorganizing um and i'm finding myself in that situation and i'm catching myself there and so i'm not writing lists but then when i sit down to work i don't have a list to really work from and so i'm like throwing papers and pissed because i can't get my stuff together so yeah. If you got a solution for that, yeah, yeah, I'm all ears because I could use some. And it it is what you said. There's nothing wrong with the list. There's nothing wrong with the list. In fact, that's the right that's the right approach. And you got you got to get the stuff out of your head. You have to have that down on paper, whether it's the journal or piece of paper or or digital. So, here, I guess my first question would be: Would you want to go back? If you were looking at tomorrow, okay, mm-hmm. make tomorrow successful, be happy and jazzed about how you're going to approach tomorrow, would you want to, A, create, and, and I'm going to get to the, the end on this, Just okay. this is just the next step, okay? Okay. W- would you like to create a new list? Would you like to look at your old ones and then maybe create a new list? Would you like to just look at your old ones and have that in front of you? to get you to the next step, which I'll explain the right. next step. So like walk me through that 
first? Like, where's the comfort zone on that? That's so weird because I, it's funny that you say comfort zone because I was listening to you and I was like, I'm just so angry. Um, This is why I've been like struggling. You've been seeing me struggle. Um, Like, I'm so angry because like I've looked back at my list and I see some of the same stuff on it. Or I've looked back at my list and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, I I want to make faster progress and this list generating, something happened to where the list generating stopped working for me. Um, I don't know where that was. I just know that I looked up and I was like, uh. Um, so to answer your question, I would probably like to go back over my previous lists and cross things off that have happened say you know screw the things that I don't need to be doing like I'm just not gonna do that and then identify the key actions that are going to or the key tasks that are going to move my work forward like that that's what I feel like is missing for me is that like I my best list are the ones where I've said this is the thing that I have to get done. Here are all the little micro steps that will move me in that direction. Oh, I want to launch this new offer in my course. I want to launch this new thing. In order to do that, I got to do these six micro steps. And then I can just kind of plow through those things. Um, and for some reason, I don't know. It's not working. The hardest part of what's going to get you to where you want to be, you you set it clearly and you know how to do it, and and yes, that's the right move to make, because you're going to look at the old lists. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong from what you said. Mm-hmm. Then after you've done that, you will look at things that are really what you're saying is they're not tasks, they're projects. And people hear the word project and they think, oh no, I don't have a project. Project just means that. It is more than one single task to get the thing done. It doesn't mean if you hear project like, oh, it's this thing <laughs> that's going to take 73 days and it has 84 tasks. No, it could be two. By having it something broken up, because you said those micro, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you said it, but like the micro, the micro tasks, tasks, right? Mm-hmm. Really, they're not micro tasks. They're, they're tasks, just tasks, right? So keep it simple. Call it what it is. So you both are aware that your thing that's written down that looks like a task is not a task and you're already so far ahead of the game because you've figured that out. Okay. You will now have the smaller tasks, which I should not call smaller tasks. You'll just have the things where it's like, this is the project, here are the tasks. You figure that out, you know that, you're in the right place. So really it sounds to me like you're looking at the old stuff and you're clarifying it. And that is the definite first step one. Are you with me on that? Mm-hmm. Of that being step one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Step two, then, would be take of all of the tasks mm-hmm. sitting in front of you, pick the two that... No, no, wait. <laughs> you have to let me finish. <laughs> okay. No, you see, see, but the, because you, that, that is so humorous to you, 
that it 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 makes you think that's insane is the very reason why you're in the situation that you're in. You're in the frustration zone that you're in because your brain keeps telling some other part of your brain, oh, look at this. I have 43 things I'd love to get done tomorrow. And then the day ends, the 43 things are not done. You've done a small percentage of them and and you want to throw your computer across the room. Why? Why did you get in that situation? Because that one part of your brain told the other part of your brain, the only way tomorrow can be successful is if the 43 things get done. That isn't how life works. When the Sistine Chapel was painted, he probably worked harder than most, though he could only do small sections at a time for a masterpiece to be done at the end. Your masterpiece will get done, The small things have to be looked at. And how does that get done? Take the 43 things. And this is one where you have to listen to the end before you start putting judgment on it. Pick two. And I already know what you're thinking. I couldn't get away with only getting two things done a day. No, that's not where we're going here. You're going to pick two from the 43 that... Now, you have to help me on the description of this. That resonate the most or seem super critical first or however you want to look at it the magic is on the list of two that's the only list that you'll then look at now that can be paper it can be digital tell us talk about that later you have two on the list okay now it's 8 45 in the morning you're gonna start rocking and rolling what are you gonna do oh well i only have two things in front of me so do you want to do the first one or the second one okay i Feel like doing the second one. You should do it by how you feel. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the mistakes that people do with, with the whole task management thing is you're talking to your future self when you make a list. Yeah, but your future self might not feel like you feel right now. So it's this weird thing that it's got to be rigid and subject or objective and rigid. It's the future self. You don't know about your future self. You don't know how they're going to feel. So look at the two and pick the one that you feel like doing. Allow the emotions to come in. After you finish one of the two, if you're using paper, put a line through it, that kinesthetic thing where we get Mm -hmm. fired up emotionally by drawing. If you're using digital, like find a way to move that or check it off or something. Now how many are on the list? One. Okay. Now go back to the 43 and predict what I'm going to say. Pull another one from the list. And now how many are on the list? Two. There you go. And you go through the rest of the day that way. Huge pressure valve release. Because what's going to happen is one, you're going to be like psyched that you got one of them done. And then you're going to look and be like, ooh, I get to do another one. I get to put another one on this list of two. And then... Oh, but I got 7,000 things I can do today. No, you have two. Oh. Oh, well then I don't have to stress about the other 40 whatever. I don't have to stress about those other five that are like barking at me. Now how fires come up and how you deal with that. That's on, on every person, like how they're going to deal with the fire. But distinguish between the difference. Have a very clear line in your head. What is a distraction? And what is a fire? Because they're not the same thing, Mm -hmm. and people often make them the same. 
so that you're honing in on the two, the two, the two, the two. Now, if you get both of them done, you knock them out, and you got a list of zero, great. Then pull two more off and put them in there. Um, so what you people in podcast land cannot see is, um, as Dave was talking, at some point you said something about when, when, when you said pull the two and I started laughing and then you said something about like the stress, uh, like the day ends, like you cannot be successful if you only get two things done. Um, that was like real for me. Um, cause I think when I feel like I have so many things to do, the bar for success in any given day is tied to how much I can get done. And so when I can't, when I look at this list of like 50 things and I do two of them, I don't feel like I've been successful in a day, even if those two things were really important things to do because it's two out of 50, like that's an F. Um, And I think it, it was like, it allowed me to put my finger on the heaviness that I've been like really struggling with because I like like I said before like I'm just really overwhelmed and so this idea of taking two things off of my clarified list and 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 being okay with just those two things even in the way I say it right just those two things implies some judgment on them but being okay with those two things and 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 I mean like if I get one of those then I'm halfway there, right? It's it's a it's a difference in like orientation to my work, um, and I'm like, oh, I I don't even know what it would feel like to feel like I actually got all that I needed to get done in a day that I got it done because I was more realistic in my approach in making my list. When you when you pull the thing into the done list. You end up also say that again because I don't know if people will know what the done list is. Oh, it, it's just the well, list of well, things. Remember that when you finished one of the two, right? Yeah. And then I was I made a that sort of that deal about put a line through it if it's yeah. on paper or yeah. check it off. The the this all comes from the con, kanban or kanban. I apologize for the pronunciation, and I think I've heard it both ways. And I'll have those in the show notes. So you can sort of look at what in the world we're talking about. When you finish one, it's important to not have that one that you finish disappear. It's important for it to exist in an in an alternate list, and that list is not the to do list. It's the done. It's list. the done list. Some people call it the to done. To be sort of interesting. So then the day is over, and not only do you feel good about consistently moving it in the done list. Um, I will date that done list. So tomorrow being the sixth, like it. Wait, are we, we're in the Monday. Fifth. Today being the fifth, we started this podcast on August fourth, and we're continuing. This is not okay. In August fifth, but it's it's in the done list. And then at the end of the day, you look at that list. You're like, wait, this is crazy. I'm only doing two things. And then you look up. The day is over. 
and you see, wow, look at this long list of things that were really important to me, or even medium length list, and frankly, sometimes even short, but they were the critical things you want to get done, and you see the two done list, you see the done list, and then you walk away with that satisfaction that you would never have gotten if you went into um, stimulus overload by looking at the 43 and saying, screw it, this is too long, I don't even know where to start, and that's the critical thing. Is <laughs> that's this... how I've been living in the, la- and, the last and, two weeks. And it answers that very question, that you start tomorrow having already solved the very bottleneck of what's created all these problems, which, which so many people run into, and I've run into, and you've run into, of, of I don't know where to start. That's what's critical, is knowing where to start. And I've heard people say things like, well, just create a list of nine, figure out the most important frog to eat, mm-hmm. and then do that one first. The problem with that is though it sounds like it's the same thing as this, the, the subtle difference is the huge difference is that you're still looking at a list of nine. And then even though you see on the list the starred one of the most important one on my most important task, my frog, I'm going to do this one first. Yes, but then you see the other eight, and you still end up feeling, again, back to the concept that tasks people believe are all rigid and non-emotional and, and, and structured and objective, and they're not. The, yeah. the tasks are your life, and they're doing things, and they're connected to relationships and emotions, so they are an emotional connection. You see the most important one along the other eight, and you think, oh, man, today's not going to be fun. I'm not looking forward to it. And that's the difference of this concept, which comes from the idea of not looking. They say three. I think two is my two cents of what would have been more effective. And then instead of looking at a list of nine, you see a list of two and you think, oh, okay, I can handle that. Baby steps. Baby it's steps like that baby, lead into yeah. huge, yeah. huge ground over time. And what's funny is that like, I think a week ago or two weeks ago when I went to work out that morning and I came back and I was like, I learned something about myself that like sometimes if I keep my eye focused on the goal, the distance between where I am and the goal can seem really overwhelming for me. Um, and, and I was like running, I was doing this exercise and they were like, run down to the pole and back. And I, and I kept like everything you hear is when people say like keep your eye on the prize, keep your eye on the goal, like keep, you know, focus on where you're trying to go. And that was that was like stressing me out and I and I dropped my head and I looked at just the step in front of me. And I felt like when I looked at just the step in front of me, it didn't seem so hard. It didn't seem like such a insurmountable task to accomplish Um, and I got to the pole right Um, and I think I feel like what you were saying is the practical application of that or the productivity version of that instead of like looking at all that you have to get done which just wears me out um, and makes me feel incompetent and I'm a pretty competent human being right but I feel like I am failing regularly because I'm not getting to the end fast enough or because it's taking me so long or because it feels so hard. It's it's taking 
like just keeping your head down and taking the next step, like putting one foot in front of the other to make the same progress that you would if you had your head up towards the goal. Um, so my question to you um, is you do this planning or your your two picking your two things for the day do you do that at the top of the morning do you do that at night like when do you decide what your two things for the day are going to be I mean there's there's never going to be a right answer for that it both are good if you can do it the night before that probably sets you up to be jazzed about the next day there's no problem with doing that in the morning unless you allow the fires or the distractions <laughs> to help to me. Creep to creep in first. To, yeah, to, to say, okay, okay, those popped up, so I'm going to give my energy yeah. to those. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's been two hours in the morning. Oh, I didn't create that list of two. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Wait, wait. You don't have time to create a list of just two things which are going to completely set up your whole day for success and you're going you're gonna to ignore that small voice. Yeah, I, I laughed when you said distractions because um, on my phone I have a subfolder that I call distractions and in that subfolder is like my Instagram app, my Facebook app, um, and one other app. And I put it in this subfolder thinking that I, like if I don't see it on my home screen then I won't use it. Pfft, not true. Um, so I think as I think about like how I'm going to better take baby steps, um, being mindful of those distractions, um, at the top of the morning, cause I will surely lose a good 30, 40, 60, if I'm not going straight to the gym in the morning, I will lose, I could easily lose 40 minutes, 40 to 60 minutes in my distractions folder. So tomorrow I'm excited to see your two and how you kind of get to the two. And then also I'm really curious what you'll end up doing for how you'll, in what method will that two exist, you know, paper, digital, and you're uh, done list and all that. Paper. It'll be neat to oh, see oh. how you do that. Yeah, I'm a paper person. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was exactly what I needed. I'm like, I won't say that I'm so happy, but I feel like five pounds lighter. Because <laughs> I just, it's, it's been a real struggle. Uh, circling back to the top, we had uh, talked about the new contact information, but didn't give it. So if you have thoughts on this, um, feel free to send in your feedbacks, your thoughts, your questions, your concerns. Since we kept uh, teaching gab at gmail.com open, but we've also created Kitchen, kitchen gab. gab. Now it's not. The name, but kitchen conversations. Um, it's a nod to our, it's a nod taken. to Gab to our original Gab. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't free. In and email, I so I like that. And I tried to get it to be the crumbs at Gmail, and yeah. it was taken. And he wasn't too sad about that. <laughs> so, if you want to email us, it is kitchengab at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, it is eight three two eight one nine five one six six. It's eight three two eight one nine five one six six and it is a voicemail we're not going to pick up the phone it's not going to be awkward um but if you have your own questions about productivity if you've got questions about whatever 
Um, now that we are having kitchen conversations, mm-hmm. we can talk about all the things. So feel free to, to shoot us a message or send us a voicemail. Please support the show with your ratings and sharing the podcast with a friend who you think uh, would like it. Until next time, which will be next time. <laughs> <laughs> Part three. Oh my gosh.